Welcome back to the Spirit-Led Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Harkness, and I'm so glad you're joining me from wherever you're joining me from. And today is really exciting. I get to share a really interesting tool with you, which will help you uh, build connection with the living, interactive presence of Jesus through journaling and through uh, neurological messages that build attunement and connection. So that's coming up on today's episode. Uh, This is called Emmanuel Journaling, and this is going to be a really fun, interactive podcast. So if you can, grab a notebook and a pencil or anything that you can write or type with, and we're going to jump right in today um, to Emmanuel Journaling. Now, this has been something that's been very helpful to me and also a tool that is surprisingly helpful for people who may say they struggle to connect with God or to hear from God. Um, I find that this tool almost 100% of the time uh, works in people beginning to hear from God when they say they struggle. And so this is a really good sort of beginner exercise, but I still come back to it um, on days like today when I'm feeling a little bit stuck. Uh, I I like to come back to this exercise um, just to get things uh, going again in my, in my conversation with God. And uh, so manual journaling. This is based on the work of Dr. Jim Wilder. Uh, who wrote a book called The Joyful Journey. And I highly recommend the book if you want a more in-depth explanation of Emmanuel journaling, why this works and how this works, uh, both biblically as well as uh, psychologically, uh, why this works. Uh, Dr. Wilder is a neuroscientist, and uh, so he goes deep into the brain, um, the understanding of the brain, and how uh, attunement and connection, relational connection with God works uh, at the different levels of the brain. But uh, for the purposes of today, I just want to give you the messages and let you know that it works and that there's resources for you to do more research. Um, I also wrote some about this in my book, Spirit-Led Discipleship, um, so you'll be able to see this tool in writing there as well. So Emmanuel journaling is based on five fundamental messages that our minds need to receive in order, in order for us, uh, sequentially, in order for us to uh, feel connected or attuned to another person. And here are the five messages and you can write them down. Um, The first message is I see you. I see you means I see what's happening with your body what is physically going on. And if it's God saying, I see you, then uh, he also sees what's going on inside of you, inside your body. He sees the tension in different parts of your body. He sees pain. He sees um, uh, various sensations that you're having. He sees you from the inside out. Um, And so that sense of, yeah, I see, I see what's going on right there with you. Um, That's the first message, I see you. The second message is, I hear you. And from person to person, it can just mean, I hear what you're saying, and I hear what you're trying to say. So there's some sense of uh, understanding uh, uh, the, the, 
the content of what a person is saying, and to some degree, even what they're thinking. And uh, again, if God is saying to you, child, I hear you, um, then he's hearing all the thoughts in your head, as well as the words that you're saying. And so, I hear you is a powerful message. The third message uh, that we receive sequentially in attunement is the message of, I like being with you. And this message, if you're doing this in relationship with another person, um, can be received by the simple fact that when you are um, maybe not your best self, uh, that person doesn't abandon you. Uh, they're, they're accepting of you, they're willing to be with you, and to some degree they even enjoy being with you, even if you are not your most perfect, wonderful, attractive self. And so that message of, I like being with you wherever you are, uh, whoever you are, um, even though I see you fully and I hear you fully, I still like being with you. That message is so powerful. Um, the, the willingness and desire to be present with somebody else. And when we receive this message from God, of course, that's very healing and very powerful. And we know that's very biblical because God is Emmanuel. He is God with us and he always is with us. And because there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, he actually enjoys being with us even when we're a big mess. Um, so I like being with you is number three. Number four is I can feel how big or significant this is for you. And you know what this is. This is the, the, the content of whatever is going on in your life and in your mind. I can feel how big this is for you. God is, uh, I'm sorry, if you're doing this in relationship with another person, uh, they have seen you, they have heard you, they like being with you, and they have some degree of uh, empathy and understanding. They're able to enter into your emotional reality and understand the, the anxiety you feel, the joy you feel, the love you feel, the fear you feel. And they, without getting enmeshed in it, are able to fully empathize and understand and connect with that uh, emotional reality that you are in. And if we receive this from God, that level of understanding, of empathy, of him saying, yep, I've been there, I've done that, I get that, um, I get how significant this experience, this thought, this emotion is for you, this memory is, whatever it is, uh, when God says, wow, I can feel how significant this is for you, that is a very powerful powerful feeling. So that's the fourth message that Wilder talks about is I feel how big this is for you. And the fifth message is I can do something to help you. Um, this may be something tangible or intangible. The help could come in, in terms of resources, in terms of wisdom, in terms of further connection and presence. Um, but uh, there's a sense in which attunement comes when we feel finally uh, that they have seen us, They've heard us, they like being with us, they feel how big this is for us, and they can do something to help us. And again, that help could come in a variety of forms or formats. And so those are the five messages. So I hope you've written them down. I see you, I hear you, I like being with you, I can feel how big this is for you, and I can do something to help you. 
uh, Dr. Wilder goes into more detail uh, in terms of biblical understanding of the ways that our brains are wired to hear from God. And he talks about thought rhyming. Um, he talks about the fact that we are God's poema or workmanship, and we are literally God's poetry. And, uh, and our brains, uh, you know, having the mind of Christ means that we think with God. Uh, it's not that we are um, over here and God is over here and God is um, always talking to us from outside of us. God is actually speaking to us from within our own minds because he lives in us. And so there is a, um, there is sort of a, an entanglement of our minds with Christ's mind. And, uh, and increasingly as we grow in our maturity, our mind becomes um, his mind and he thinks through our thoughts. And so uh, sometimes uh, when he speaks to us, it sounds like the way that we speak. Um, and yet it's him speaking to us because it's, it's his character, it's his nature, it's his heart. So we know that all of these things that we've talked about, these messages, I see you, I hear you, I like being with you, I can feel how big this is for you, I can do something to help you, that's all biblical. Um, and there's a really interesting study that Dr. Wilder does of the, the story of Hagar and how uh, in the story of Hagar, you remember um, uh, Hagar is the, the servant of uh, Sarai, um, the, the wife of Abraham, and Hagar sleeps with Abraham and gives birth to Ishmael. But when that happens, her master begins to despise her. And, um, and so she goes out into the desert. And it's very interesting, the interaction that she has with the angel of the Lord there, um, speaking to her. And she gives the name, a name to the Lord who spoke to her in uh, Genesis 16, verse 13. She says, you are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. So she understands that she was seen. And then later on in the story, um, Abraham actually sends her away. And she goes out into the desert with a, with a flask of water. And um, she's there with Ishmael and um, they run out of water and she leaves Ishmael under a bush to die. And, um, and the angel of the Lord again comes to her and, um, and hears the crying of the child. And so, uh, there's a hearing, uh, that goes on. Um, and then, uh, the Lord gives her, uh, is with her present with her, um, understands the significance of what's going on and then gives a promise about the, about the child and, uh, and, and his survival and how he's going to make him into a great nation. So God's going to do something to help her in this situation too. So, uh, Hagar receives these, uh, five sort of connecting messages throughout her life and her relationship with God. And it's interesting how, how God does the same with us. So, now I want to do this, uh, this journaling exercise with you. And I'm, uh, I'm going to ask you to pause and press play on this recording. If you have a piece of paper out and a pencil uh, or something to type with, um, this, is a, this is a great time just to, just to find a quiet spot. And we're going to do this exercise together. Um, again, I, I wish I could be with you in person, but uh, I've actually written out this morning in a manual journaling 
activity that I did uh, because I was feeling a little bit stuck. Uh, and I, I'm dealing with some uh, situations in my life where it is difficult for me to be fully patient as I want to be and to fully love people the way that I want to love them. Um, and there are some situations in my life that are trying my patience. And this morning I sat down and I have a little verse of the day app, uh, a little widget on my home screen from Bible Gateway. And the, today's verse was, love is patient, love is kind. And I said, okay, Lord, clearly you're trying to speak to me about, about love and yet I'm finding it difficult to love. And so let me try this Emmanuel journaling exercise and, uh, and see what happens. So I did, and it's, uh, it's really wonderful how the Lord speaks. Um, but I'm going to give you the chance to create your journal and then to read it to me, metaphorically speaking, uh, to read it out loud to me. We're going to uh, write down the words that I've given you and after each word, I'm going to allow you to quiet your mind to, um, if it helps you to picture Jesus being there with you in the room or wherever you are, um, and to watch him and allow him to speak and, and just write down whatever comes into your mind, the thoughts, uh, the words, the impressions that come into your mind, whether you're sure that they are from him or not. Uh, if it just feels like at, at the beginning, it's just kind of maybe you talking, um, that's okay. But we're going to write this down uh, as, as though Jesus were speaking it back to us. So imagine that Jesus was writing you a letter and, and the, the heading of each paragraph was, I see you, I hear you, I like being with you, I can feel how big this is for you. And I can do something to help you. So this is a, like a five paragraph letter that Jesus is going to write to us. And we're going to write down just the first thing that comes into our mind along the lines of these messages. Um, and we are going to see what comes out. So first, what I want you to do is I just want you to write down number one, um, I see you. And I want you to uh, just picture Jesus is with you right now. And, and I want you to write down in what ways is Jesus saying to you that I see you? What is Jesus seeing you do? What is, the, what is your posture? What are you doing right now? What is he seeing you do? And what is he seeing inside of your body? What is he seeing um, as, he, as he takes stock of uh, how you feel uh, anywhere that you find tension in your body? Anywhere that you find... Um, you know, is your, is your breathing quick or slow? Um, you know, the, the, the rhythm of your heart, like what is Jesus seeing, um, about you as he looks at you and into you? So go ahead and, uh, pause the recording and just write down about a paragraph, uh, a few sentences of what Jesus is seeing you do. And hopefully you've done that and um, have pressed play again. And uh, now I want you to write down a second paragraph, number two, I hear you. And again, don't worry too much about, uh, you know, analyzing, is this really God speaking or not? I think you're going to be surprised. Um, but number two is I hear you. And I just want you to write, I've written out, I hear you, dot, dot, dot. Um, <laughs> And then write down the content of everything that, that Jesus hears you 
uh, saying, praying, or thinking. What does Jesus hear um, in terms of uh, the mental content of your thoughts? And again, just press pause and write three or four sentences um, of whatever comes into your mind, whether it feels like a lightning bolt from heaven or just sort of a gentle impression on your mind. Um, just write it down. We can analyze it later, but for now, just write it down. And hit pause. And welcome back. So number three is I like being with you. Uh, again, uh, I've just written down this down at the top of the paragraph. And then from the perspective of Jesus speaking to you, write down in what ways he enjoys being with you. He's seen you, he's heard you, and now he wants you to know that he enjoys being with you um, because of or in spite of um, whatever your mental and emotional content is right now. He likes being with you. So write down about a, a paragraph and you can actually go on and on. You can write as many paragraphs as you want um, on this one because uh, this is where it begins to really click for people. Um, this message of, oh, wow, I like being with you. Uh, so again, uh, write down whatever, uh, whatever he may be saying to you. You don't have to be certain that it's him. Just write down whatever comes to you and hit pause. And welcome back. <laughs> um, the fourth one, of course, I can feel how big this is for you. So just write down those words. I can feel how big this is for you or how significant this is for you. Um, period. And then um, I want you to just, just uh, focus your attention on whatever sense of the presence of God you may have. Or if you don't have any sense of the presence of God with you. Just, uh, I just want you to picture Jesus being there with you. And um, I, I want you to, in a sense, read his mind as he's uh, speaking to you, that he understands how significant this is for you. He empathizes with your situation. Uh, he empathizes with where you're at. Um, and he knows how to speak to you in that. So write down about a paragraph of... of um, Jesus just sympathizing with you. This is, this is again, very biblical. Um, he knows how to sympathize with our weakness. He's a faithful high priest. So I'll write down about a paragraph of that, hit pause, and then come back when you're done. And the last thing is I can do something to help you. I can do something to help you. So um, what are the resources that you sense Jesus may be offering to you uh, in the midst of the situation you find yourself in. It might be something very tangible, or it might be something like just continued presence and help uh, in a more general sense. But whatever it is, uh, write down about a paragraph, and I've written down probably a couple paragraphs here on this because uh, Jesus is so helpful. <laughs> and, um, and then just let that flow into anything else that you sense Jesus may be saying from you. Um, and then, uh, and then you can, you can pause it and come back. So go ahead and hit pause. So now I want you to just, uh, pay attention to, um, 
what the sensation in your body is, what what you're feeling in your in your emotional world, and what your mind is thinking, and uh, and I want you to look back over this journal. You've written it out, and oftentimes at this point, people have a vague sense um, that God might have been speaking to them, but they're not sure. So this is a very interesting thing. Uh, the part of your brain that forms language, your prefrontal cortex, is the same part of your brain that uh, um, that assigns meaning to things. And so as you read this out loud, um, people often find that there are things that they wrote that, that felt maybe uh, 30% significant when they wrote it down. And yet when they read it out loud, it feels fully significant. It rings true in a way that it didn't when it, when they wrote it down. And it's interesting to me that God can be speaking to us strongly and powerfully, and our brains don't really grasp the gravity and the trueness of the fact that God is speaking to us um, until we are able to rehearse it and read it back. So what I want you to do is I want you to pretend I'm in the room with you and I just want you to hit pause and I want you to read this out loud um, back to me. And as you do that, um, I want you to just pay attention to the, the way the impact that reading it out loud as though you're reading it to me um, has on your mind and on the way that you understand the words that you've written. Often this is the part where um, people start crying um, because they've written it out and it felt it felt kind of nice when they wrote it out, but they're not so sure. Then they read it back and they realize, wow, God was really speaking to me here. So um, I'm going to do that for you with my journal. Um, but first, I want you to stop and just read to me what you wrote. So hit pause and do that. And then when you're done, come on back. So this is my journal. And I found this interesting along the lines of learning to love and understanding that love is patient and kind. Um, and I have been feeling, you know, like... <laughs> A, uh, an urge to protect my emotional resources in the midst of some of the things that I've been experiencing. So this was very helpful for me today to hear God speak to me in this way. And I, I genuinely believe that this was God speaking to me. And so um, this is my Emmanuel journal. Number one, uh, dear child, I see you sitting there thinking, drinking your coffee, I see your sleepy eyes and your tired body. I see you slowing your breathing down as you try to tune into what I'm saying. I know you very well from the inside out. Number two, I hear you. I hear you thinking various thoughts. I hear your resistance to even doing this. I hear you wondering why you should have to do some stupid trick just to connect with me. I hear you crying out for me. I hear you crying like a thirsty child who wants a drink of cold water. I hear that you love me and that you want to know my heart. Number three, I like being with you. However loving or loveless you are at any moment, I want you to know that you are my child. My gaze is steady towards you. I never look away in shame or embarrassment. 
I am always loving towards you. I am always patient, wanting and willing that you should come back and run into my arms. The older brother can come back anytime he wants, and I celebrate his return. Thank you for turning quickly towards me. You are beginning to trust my heart. Number four, I can feel how big this is for you. I know you don't want to lose me, and you never will. I know you don't want to become some kind of hypocrite. I know you want to ooze my love onto others and be an open conduit to receive my love. I know you have been feeling a little dry. Zechariah 7, 9. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. I promise you, child, as you practice my love, you will receive more. It is for your benefit that you should love. Don't be afraid. And number five, I can do something to help you. Anything that is on your heart to do out of love for another, I will back up with my resources. This is my promise to you. Whether it is money, time, miracles, I will back you up when you love. Don't be afraid, for I am fully invested in my children learning to love. I will guide you and direct you with my love. I will always be close to you. And yes, you have some choice in the matter of how close you let me be to you. But I will always be pulling you, drawing you because you are mine. And I am able to attract you to me like gravity. I will give you many wonderful love projects and you will see the dead raised because of love. Don't be afraid. I am with you. I believe you have what it takes to be kind and patient, even when you are not feeling it in the moment. You can choose to practice love even when you're not feeling it, because love is not a feeling. It is a way of being. It is a fundamental quality of soul, and I have given it to you. It is like faith. I don't ask you to have great amounts of it, but only to practice what you have. As you do that, I will give you more and more until you are overflowing all the time consistently and right on schedule. I will call you old faithful because your love will always spill out right on time. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Um, I guess I could sign that love Jesus. <laughs> but um, as I read those words, um, I sensed his presence and uh, I sensed the warmth of his heart towards me. And there's a, a just a just a beautiful, tangible sense of comfort and a sense of affection from Jesus to to say, yeah, you're old faithful, and I and I believe you have what it takes to be patient and to be kind, even when you're not totally feeling it in the moment. I believe you have what it takes to make that choice. Um, and some of what I wrote towards the end was just. Uh, uh, just wonderful revelation about the nature of love and um, and how he's just asking me to practice um, practice it uh, practice what I have and to give what I have and uh, and not to have what I don't have because we all have the capacity that we have we don't have the capacity we don't have to love and we can just choose to practice what we have and so um, anyways it, beautiful beautiful experience and very very comforting and for me the the journey at this point or the the challenge at this point is can I take these words to heart 
Can I um, let these words sink in? So it may be helpful to you and it may be helpful to me just to read over this a couple of times and to let that sink in, what, whatever God has spoken to you, um, because it's, it's always good stuff and it's always connective. Um, now, at this point, you can go back and you can um, analyze a little bit more carefully. Um, was what I was hearing really God or not? And in general, my rule of thumb is if, uh, if what I'm hearing leads to greater intimacy and connection with God, greater spiritual fruit uh, as, as defined uh, in the Bible, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, um, you know, that's something worth trusting. That's something worth saying, you know what, I, I don't have to necessarily run that by my friend. You know, I hear God is saying that he loves me. Do you think that's really biblical? Uh, I, man, I, I believe that everything I've heard here from the Lord is is spot on biblical and uh, and straight from his heart. So I take it from from him as as that. Now, if in this journal the Lord said, uh, and I want you to sell your house and move to Madagascar, uh, that's something I would maybe, uh, you know, run by some friends and some people in authority over me and say, hey, give me some, uh, some of your discernment as well uh, so that we can uh, discern together the mind of Christ on this. But if it's something that's, that's just his heart, and most of the time in Emmanuel journaling, uh, what you get is just the heart of God. And, uh, and so it doesn't take as much corporate discernment as, um, as does some other, uh, you know, more specific listening prayer things. Um, and yet this is every bit as much God speaking, uh, as if he were to, you know, audibly speak to you and say, yeah, sell your house and move to Madagascar. So this, you know, it's, um, it's powerful stuff. I recommend you try it. If you want to, um, take, take up a challenge, try doing this once a day for a week. And, uh, and see how you feel at the end of the week. Um, guarantee you'll feel more connected, more attuned to Jesus. And if you have a friend that you'd like to try this with, this works best when there's two people um, reading their journals out loud to each other. And so I often do this in groups, and then I have people read it to the group or pair up with somebody else and read it to somebody else. And there's something about um, you know speaking the words out in, uh, in the context of relationship and so um, that's, that's very powerful. So if you get a chance to share your journal with a friend or maybe try journaling with a friend and, uh, and reading your journal out loud to each other, I think you'll find that uh, very interesting. As always, if you've had a strong connection with Jesus, if he's spoken to you in a, in a very specific and loving way, um, and you're willing to, to share it with me, I just love hearing about people's um, God moments and God connections. And so send me a message um, on Facebook or uh, on the podcast, leave a comment um, wherever wherever you can reach out to me. Do reach out to me. I'd love to hear uh, what you're experiencing, what God is saying to you and doing in your life. As always, God bless you on the journey. Uh, I'm excited to walk this little part of the road with you. And um, yeah, yeah. And I pray that uh, today... His love would be made perfect even in your weakness and that, um, and that he would uh, just ruin you again with his incredible affection, his kindness, and his tangible, loving, interactive presence uh, in your day-to-day, moment-to-moment lives. God bless you. See you next time.